can be Citizen Kane, but even critics have claimed that it was shit in its day. Some films are shit and shit they will stay, but some get better over time because of Nicolas Cage. So which film stays shit forever? And which one's got a little bit better? Welcome to Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we rewatch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves rewatching movies, and I can hold the camera steady. And I'm Jessica Quaz, your host who's a one and done kind of movie viewer who just doesn't know what to make of aliens in general. Uh-oh. And t- are they good? Are they bad? I don't know. I think they're real. I just don't know what to expect. Uh, anyway okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) anyway today we are giving a second chance to cloverfield not technically an alien movie but more of a monster movie we chose why did we choose cloverfield just because it's fun because it, it was such a big deal back in the day okay it had spawned these weird sort of like pseudo sequels and then in january of this year we found out that we were getting a direct sequel to this, the first, the original 2008 Cloverfield that uh, would not be in the format of found footage. And a lot of oh. people were like, then what's the point? Uh, <laughs> why? Well, according to the reviews, I found anyone who did not like the movie hated its jumpy camera around. So <laughs> they are finally going to get those people that didn't like it. Interesting. So yeah, that that Discord on the internet made us want to go back and see what the originals okay. like to watch nowadays especially with like all the other sort of monster movies we've gotten since then and all the other like horror found footage we've gotten like how does it hold up and especially when you can it kind of in my opinion gets a little lost in the sauce when you think about like the weird like cloverfield paradox and then 10 cloverfield lane which we both like but don't think of as a cloverfield movie in the slightest i, I sure don't um, and then, yeah, now we're going to get a direct sequel. What? I mean, this the movie itself is about 12 to 13 years old now. Yeah. Oof. So good for it. Yeah, let's still, see it, still in the zeitgeist. Let's see if it stands the test of times. While we're on that note, for those of you who did not see this movie, a big spoiler warning, we're going to be talking about this movie in depth and ruining a lot of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you haven't seen it and you want to, go for it. So, um, for those of you who do not remember the details of Cloverfield, you might have already just remembered there was a monster movie. <clears throat> IMDb writes, as a, as a summary, a group of friends venture deep into the streets of New York on a rescue mission during a rampaging monster attack. That is just, that's it. That's it. That's a great, that's a great summary. Yeah, um, that is the story basically and captures what our characters are doing with the environment and uh yeah the the conflict both both conflicts so it's a good good summary uh when did you first see this i saw it um in 2008 when it was in theaters Same. probably like opening week or a weekend and i saw it with some friends and we just thought like that trailer looks so cool like what is this and this i was trailer- 
the trailer itself was kind of a mystery too because it was like people on the streets freaking out like what is that and it was kind of like found footage and then that fucking statue head of the statue of liberty just hits the buildings and rolls right in front of them ah and then just cloverfield and it's like what is this right it's such such good like marketing because it's gives you just the tiniest little nugget and makes you like so curious as to what the hell's going on because how often do you see the statue of liberty head just floating around like what the hell is what is this movie um so yeah we were super curious saw it right away and i thought it was wonderful i thought it was so good and so interesting um the concept of found footage wasn't like this new thing for me typically i'd seen them in like horror movies um and not in like an actual sci-fi movie so i thought that angle was incredibly interesting like usually monster movies we're seeing it from the high angle and cloverfield took it and put us in like the low angle with like a literal street view with our characters i think the more prominent ones that we've gotten since then are probably that are that are different genres as well project x and chronicle Oh, Chronicle's uh, good. So, and more recently, I think, kind of found footage in a different way. Searching. Yeah, I would that's, consider that sort of a, I mean, it's, he's finding it on his computer. I think it's like the, I feel like that's the newest way of like found footage that's reinvented its own genre. And whew, is it, that one's a good one. Go watch that one, everyone. That one's a really good movie, yeah. All right, so... I also saw it in theaters. I also bought it on DVD and watched it a whole lot of times. So I haven't watched it in about 10 years. This was the wife's first time watching it. Okay. Um, I can say that. Um, I <laughs> I always ask her before anytime we watch a movie, hey, would you like to watch one of these movies before Jessica and I do a podcast about it? And this one, because it's listed kind of as a horror movie, not on her bucket list yeah (laughs) no i don't want to watch it you know and i was like are you sure jessica says that will be good and i don't want to and then like (laughs) she even like had the dvd cover and took a picture of jessica playing it like (laughs) it says scary (laughs) i don't want to watch this uh but she did sit through it and um if you remind me maybe i'll tell you what her opinion was at the end of that i'm very curious because it's interesting because people go back and forth on like whether or not it's a horror movie. I typically think it is because our monster. Act- <laughs> mon- monster number one and our characters are so terrified the whole time that it has that like energy of a horror movie, even though it is more like suspense and sci-fi. Yeah. So it, it's interesting too how it sort of was bending these genres as well. Um, so yeah, it was. I also hadn't seen it in like 10 years at least yeah. um so i was super curious what it was like now in 2021 and we'll tell you Woo. all right well let's find out what other people had to say when they first watched it so keith phipps of the av club wrote it puts human faces on the victims of mass destruction faces that might easily have been yours or mine staring down the maw of something we don't understand and like i sure yeah i mean i wouldn't go like that deep with it but like i think it is neat seeing 
a monster movie from the perspective of citizens rather than the army or the government yeah or some action hero that's going to stop it all oh totally these are just these are just like pedestrians that are going about their day the monster attacks and we're getting it from like you know an average joe and his buddies just like fuck what do we do yeah and i think that makes it more interesting because they have no idea what's going on and i like that adds we? to the suspense and we don't either and that adds to the suspense and survivalism of like what the hell is this yeah. and since like you said it's not from the perspective of the military or the hero like we don't know what those people are doing while we're just trying to like run and live. we get glimpses of them throughout but like they again can only give our pedestrians so much information oh and they don't even know i don't know if my any of my positive uh reviews are gonna stand up to that one but we'll see what happens <laughs> tony black of cultural uh conversation cloverfield is quite a stunning fresh use of the found footage concept which cleverly updates the godzilla concept concept and concept and concept um... i do like the idea of this like Godzilla it's I think this was essentially trying to make Godzilla America's Godzilla because Godzilla is kind of like from Japan um not kind of he is <laughs> <laughs> well uh, if we're getting very specific Godzilla's from the ocean he owns the earth he that's, is, true. that's true he is king of the monsters <laughs> Renee Rodriguez of the Miami Herald wrote Cloverfield delivers exactly what its memorable coming attraction trailer promised and it doesn't chicken out when it counts either. Considering the state of horror movies today, that's something. Um, so yeah, I mean, it definitely like lived up to, like the movie itself was just as memorable as the trailer, if not nowadays more so. Cause I don't think people really remember the trailer as much as they do the movie now. And that's pretty cool, especially like nowadays in 2021, where a lot of movies are like, oh, that trailer was really great, but the movie was like, meh. Um, Trailers are like an art form now. They really are. They really Um, are. But now, and now we're elevating it one more where it's getting obnoxious because they have to have at least five seconds of like the biggest action moments at the beginning of the trailer for the ads of like YouTube videos to like catch people's attention to watch the actual it's a trailer for the trailer right at the beginning of the trailer yeah (laughs) this is is too much it's Um, too much but i I understand why they have to do it so i can't get mad when i just see it i'm just like i know where you know i already know i'm gonna watch this trailer because right yeah I, and I think it's like, like my boyfriend Carson does not like trailers. He wants to go into movie blind because the trailers give too much away nowadays. So, but I'm very pro trailer. Like I am all about watching a trailer, even though nowadays it's like, okay, well, I feel like I just watched the whole damn movie. Like I my don't. sister is like that. She absolutely not, no information prior to it. I need, I want to know it as soon as I can know it. Right. I'm the same way where I want to get the look and the feel down but um, I don't like spoilers. I don't necessarily <laughs> consider it a spoiler because me learning the information is me learning the information. It's not spoiling yeah. the movie. But it's I very just rare. It. It's just a different type of content I'm ingesting it in. That's a way to look at I, it. And I, would I read it that. instead of watching it. 
I would agree with that. And I think it was really interesting how well the Cloverfield trailer actually worked because it was truly hardly anything of a trailer, like no, I mean, no information. I think that's what trailer, the best trailers are the ones that give you no information. It's just a cool visual and an idea. And then we get to learn everything in the movie. And it's really hard to capture that, especially nowadays, like you said, with like the YouTube algorithm and like the, the algorithms online, like how you can capture someone in just a matter of seconds. Um, it's just, yeah, looking back, that trailer was really, really interesting. All right. Would you like to start off the negative? Would you like to start shitting on this movie? Absolutely. I love shitting on movies, even if I like the movie. It's just fun to hate things, apparently. All right. <laughs> uh, it's also fun to love things. That is true. I, I'd say that's more fun. But, but the think, internet would tell me otherwise. But you know what? Like, as friends, you make fun of each other. That's true. And, you know, when you really like something, you can tear it apart. Yeah. You can get dark. in. <laughs> that was dark. The wife is going to be like, why did you say that? Oh, she's just such a little ray of positivity and sunshine. Yeah. I like all the movies. Oh, <laughs> good for her. All right. Deborah Ross from The Spectator said, Cloverfield is tiresome, dumb, and horrid. And just in case you didn't get that, I'll say it again. This film is tiresome, dumb, and horrid. Don't go. Whoa. Uh, I mean, I would be tired if I was running around is trying to escape that monster, but like it does look tiresome. Yeah. Um, the movie itself is just beat just after beat of like something new, interesting. Yeah. Um, and then it's also like 90 minutes. It's it's short and it's I, tight. I love that in a movie when you're just be short to the point to the point i agree it's short a 90 minute movie where there is a beat something is happening we are here we are there we are this there there is like very little downtime and i guess like there could be some sort of like downtime in the beginning but during that we're spending time getting to know our characters so i'm not mad about it um i don't think it's dumb or horrid uh but man, she was mad about it. She did not like it one bit. Steve Newton of Georgia Strait. Imagine if somebody came up to you, grabbed your head, and jiggled it around for 80 minutes. <laughs> now imagine they did that while you were trying to watch a movie about a monster attacking New York City. Wow. Was not a fan. Um, I will say I hate the found footage look only when they're running from something okay yeah i don't disagree i think at times the found footage is really impressive especially when they're like paint like when they're on the street and they're like looking Panning, for their friend and then oh zoom. shit someone's here so yeah. cool um the running yeah sometimes we could have cleaned it up oh no right. <laughs> <laughs> i'm running at full speed and my hand is the camera like right. oh no if the film reinvents anything other than the public's acceptance of a kind of youtube prudery as viable entertainment i missed it well ken hinky writing this from 2008 get ready because youtube's gonna take over a lot <laughs> get you, ready youtube is great I, I really enjoy youtube it usually is the thing i watch the most of i think it is interesting i guess like the found footage could be comparable to like youtube 
videos back in the day but also not really because like we discussed like found footage was already an established thing um Mm. for youtube (laughs) and also yeah like nowadays like youtube videos are really well produced and well shot so i don't see the comparison to youtube crudery steve rhodes of internet reviews wrote cloverfield is a cute concept but little more wow devoid of any genuine character development or notable acting the film is a slapdash affair which manages to be neither funny nor frightening oh man that's a lot to unpack in his little truly soundbite yeah first of all disagree about how it's devoid of character development or notable acting um i think it is really impressive how again the movie's an hour and a half and how quickly they establish our characters and get us to care about them um i mean and i still feel that way now like watching it uh just i'm invested in these people for some reason even though i just met them like 10 minutes ago yeah Um, i feel bad that they're in this situation that they're in um the our character our lead character wants to find his like ex-girlfriend or the girl he likes because uh, she might be trapped or hurt, and he all he wants to do is save her. And I, 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 we connect with that like that. We want to help him. Yeah, let's help. Diva Velez of thedivareview.com. Ooh. I've never cheered so hard for the monster to win in my life. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say, like, leave him alone. He's just trying to monster. It's just like romping around. He just doesn't know any better. He's trying to figure out where he's at. He's lost. He's probably scared. Um, do we ever see him eat people? You know, I don't know. I don't recall. He grabs HUD. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he grabs HUD, our cameraman at the end, and eats, or he eats him, but then he spits that's, him out. That's almost right, he does. Like, yeah. Ew, humans taste funny. Yeah. Or at least like... TJ Miller tastes like <laughs> you know what i like that monster now because he knew like oh i don't want to be near this tj miller fool. Uh, he tastes terrible <laughs> so now that we've read reviews um how did you feel after watching this years later revisiting this movie how does it hold up what do i think? honestly was expecting because of, of this podcast i'm a little on the more jaded side sometimes <laughs> um and I was expecting to watch it and be like, oh, God, why were we all so into this? Because it had been a really long time. And we all were, like, at least from what I recall, very into it. So part of me was like, I, it's probably going to, like, there's going to be cool moments. But overall, I might just be like, oh, yeah, it doesn't hold up. I was completely wrong. I think it does hold up um, for various different reasons. And I was surprised at how much suspense and tension that I was feeling while watching it um that took me off guard and that was something that i thought was really cool that even though i knew where this was going i was still heavily invested and still felt like the terror that i sort of felt the first time around uh to recap this movie just a bit more with some context uh our main character rob is has is they're having a going away party for him because he's going to be moving to japan at the said party um his brother's girlfriend lily gets 
T.G. Miller's character, HUD, to record everything via, like, handheld video camera. And so that's where his point of view, that's why he has a camera. He's there. He's getting goodbye Rob messages and just keeps the camera rolling when the monster attack happens. They're just in the party. Boom, lights go out. They feel the huge surge of a building exploding because the monster is starting to hit stuff. Um, that's another actress that was... Um, in it that I was like, oh yeah, she's in it. Uh Jessica Lucas. She's yeah. in Gotham. Um oh yeah. I don't know if, what you recognize her from, but I recognize her from Gotham and I was like, oh hey, cool. Yeah, she pops up. Well she's a she's a big character. I really enjoyed her in this. And on that note with the whole reason of the camera, I will say like I like that everything sort of does have its own reason in terms of like these characters' journey. Like yeah. it's, there's not a lot of times where I'm like, guys, what the fuck are you doing? Or like, <laughs> you know, like they have a camera because they were filming this going away party. They're all together because of this going away party. Um, one thing initially, the first thought is like, we gotta go, we gotta get out of the city, let's go. And they're on a bridge that immediately gets taken down and one of our, our characters dies. And so they have to run off the bridge and figure out another way, like Rob, what are we gonna do? Yeah, Rob. Rob's he, brother, Jason and lily's uh boyfriend jason like yeah he's, he's close part for both of them and oh man so that's why they they stick together they're they're essentially family yeah the only family they've got in this moment so they stick together so they stick together and like it's like okay and because i think there could have been a moment where you're like guys just try to get the fuck out don't go after this girl get out they do and it goes bad so now we're trying to scramble to figure out what to do but like in that moment like i i totally understand why rob is like going after beth oh yeah um, i do too because like he's in love with beth and he's like I, I i don't care i need to make sure she's okay uh it just because like yeah you're torn between like i need to get to safety i feel like if i was hud i'd probably like okay well bye i don't love her <laughs> right. okay good luck i <laughs> yeah i know nope. um, especially the lizzie kaplan character yeah, who doesn't want to be there she's kind of she's friends with lily yeah and then that's it that's... she's just like uh, i've met rob like twice so i don't need to be in his goodbye video <laughs> right. and then hud's like i've seen her twice i love her i've got a boner for her and it's like hud you gotta calm down dude right. you're laying it on real strong really thick or maybe it's, I just think that it's T.J. Miller. It could be because it's T.J. Miller that now it's <laughs> not romantic. But Lizzie, Kap, uh, Lizzie Kaplan does play like a really a character that just doesn't want to participate. And I just <laughs> hate like come, Well, then fucking leave. If you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. That's Yeah, like that's sort of like the one character where I'm like, girl, then get out. Like, cut it loose. Make it on your own. Get the fuck out. Like, and then like why like you're with these strangers who are going somewhere that you vocally are like nah we should just go you don't have to hang out with them sorry about it could just save yourself because they're just your acquaintances <laughs> yeah I met sorry you guys a i'm out times. <laughs> yeah. Bye. good luck yeah how are these girls wearing heels the entire time oh my god <laughs> in new york come on like when they're in the subway they could just said. <laughs> Are they still wearing those heels? 
I would have taken those off instantly when running down the stairs in the apartment building. Yeah, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I would have no. been barefoot the entire time. No I would heels. take them off and meet again. Running down the stairs? Absolutely not. I would probably not wear heels to a going away party anyway. I hate heels so much. But if you got to run for monsters, you take them off. Take them off. In Keep the, the tunnels. heel for a quick little, like, something to jab in its face. But that's about it. Ooh, yeah, I mean, that, that could work. But you need to have them in your hand ready to go. The, the thing I don't like, but I understand and I can live with this. I want to learn more about the monster. Uh, yeah. But I understand the movie is not about the monster. So I don't need to learn it. Right. But like, oh, I'm so that's why I, I needed like a, a real sequel to this movie, which brings us to the bigger point. This movie has sequels and I hate it. I, I hate, hate it. It's I, I hate the sequels. I well, hate the sequels. Well, OK, yeah. So we're going to talk. I want to we're going to talk about this briefly. OK, um, let's get into we it. We have two sequels. Clo- 10 Cloverfield Lane. Terrible title. <laughs> um, and then we have the Cloverfield Paradox that went straight to Netflix. Which I watched. We, we both watched both. Okay, we I'm both watched them. The first one, um, 10 Cloverfield Lane. I th- believe we watched it in the theater together. We sure did. Yeah, originally, the thing that movie was titled The Cellar. Um, has John Goodman, Mary Elizabeth uh, Winstead. So fun. Uh, well, not fun. Fun is a bad word. To right. It's really... It's so good. It's, it's very good. Intriguing. Yes. For the first 90% of it. Until we get to the last like 10 minutes and they're like, let's add some sort of sci-fi element to this movie. And then slap on the word Cloverfield. Woo! Done. Yeah. Print. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't, I don't like I definitely think it's really apparent with Cloverfield Paradox um that it was just like shit no one's gonna see this movie <laughs> oh well, let's put it let's put cloverfield on it that'll give some intrigue um with 10 cloverfield lane i kind of think the same thing might have occurred because according to mary elizabeth winstead she did not know it was a cloverfield movie until it was all said and done so it could have also just been like oh this like interesting sort of suspenseful movie that has like like a peak of sci-fi let's you know what let's put in let's just throw it in the cloverfield lane because as much as i liked the movie i really did i enjoyed it a lot it's not a sequel in the least um and i don't know how many people would have actually seen it which without cloverfield 10 cloverfield lane on it like i i don't know i think the premise alone is interesting it is absolutely i think i don't think maybe as many people would have seen it but you still would have gotten a good amount of people just because you got both of those actors in it in a good premise again the trailer is really interesting too the trailer is interesting it it ropes you in i i think it would have done well especially it would have done better if it had just a slightly different ending (laughs) just don't have a spaceship chasing around and then say oh cloverfield yeah, and then Paradox, I, I'm i gonna admit it, I fell for it. I was a sucker. I fell for it. And I'm mad at myself. But you know what? A lot of people did because I'm pretty sure it hit streaming numbers really quick. Like everyone watched it. Exactly. Because no one was out. recommending it either. So, so the few of us that it got, we were like, fuck that. Um, 
And it was honestly, it, it hearkened back to the first Cloverfield and their marketing campaign and how very little we got. It was really interesting, I thought. Um, and I, I think thought- it was one of those ones that was like, hey, it's out this week. Watch no, it. no, oh. it's even more intense. So the trailer premiered that Super Bowl, I believe. Okay, yeah. Which is weird. I don't know how I was watching. I was watching the Super Bowl. That's strange for me. Okay. And then, so the trailer's up. You're like, holy shit, what is, this looks interesting. And then it says Cloverfield Paradox streaming immediately after the Super Bowl. So it was that night, like it's on, go. And that one is in, it's actually in space, it's in a spaceship. And I thought in watching the trailer, like, okay, this is where we might get some answers. It wasn't, it was like a weird sort of, you know, Prometheus alien type of movie where it's like, oh, we're all in a spaceship and things get fucked up. And then I think- And someone's getting killed off every like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I think at the end- there's a monster that like floats by or something. I think, again, I haven't only seen it that one night. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I think their spaceship is like falling and all of a sudden when it goes through the clouds, just a clover, the clovey monster goes and then credits. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. We didn't have any monsters in the space. How did this happen? No. And that's where I think like, okay, they were like, shit no one's gonna watch this movie what do we do and they're like we'll put a monster in it we'll say cloverfield they're not out of the park with marketing because like (laughs) playing in a super bowl going it's out right (laughs) like holy shit i'm in okay don't be the last person to watch right watch it right now i gotta watch it now yeah i gotta watch it now i gotta see the i gotta get answers um now neither they you know, they tried, I guess, to fool us and say, like, oh, there's a monster here. It's the same, it's around the same monster, but like it's gonna give you more answers about this movie. <laughs> no, shut so, up. So 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 far it's fooled us twice. So yep. shame on us. Yep. I'm so skeptical about a and a direct sequel. I and am too I doubt it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's yeah. You better have a lot of stuff in your trailer to let me know that I'm safe to watch it. I need to know that this is actually a direct trailer. Like, if it was from the same night of, like, our original Cloverfield and a different angle. From different perspectives. Different perspective, different group of people. Really strange is that they have made it abundantly clear that this movie that was announced in January of 2021 is not only supposed to be a direct sequel, but they are absolutely not going to do found footage. They have stated that. Whether that will change because the internet was like, uh, why? I think the phrase abundantly clear is not the right one to use. (laughs) Well, Because they've abundantly cleared us a few times before and I don't believe them anymore. I don't believe them either. JJ, I don't believe you. And I will never trust you again. After Rise of Skywalker. I, I definitely don't trust that guy after Rise of Skywalker. No, no, nope. no. Um, I don't trust the sequel. I am scared. And, you know, JJ gets a lot of credit for Cloverfield, but, like, also, let's not forget he Matt just, Reeves directed he it. He just produced the movie. He just produced the movie. Matt Reeves directed it. And Matt Reeves has been really impressive, I think. 
Yeah, um, he did Planet of the Apes movies after that. Yeah. And then he is about to do Batman. Well, he's done Batman. We just haven't seen Batman. Hopefully we see it. Was it we're supposed to see it this year or next year? I think, I think next year. year. I think we have to wait quite a while. Oh, just, I, don't I know. Wait. I just want to watch. I know. Batman. Talk we about a good su- trailer. We were supposed to get it this year. That's what it was. I think but... we were. And then. Okay, so I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. I love answering things. And I don't know if this was explicitly stated. Maybe I missed something. Mm-hmm. But Jessica Lucas's character. So yeah, at, yeah. at the end, she gets out of helicopter. Mm-hmm. And we have this like really intense shot of from our camera. She's taken off in the helicopter. Bye, girl. And then our three, the three remaining heroes, get in another helicopter that does crash. They do survive the crash. It's still an intense crash. Did Jessica Lucas's helicopter crash? Did she survive? So there is an so find out. the wife and I had a debate about this and okay. talked it out. Okay. Um, there is no definitive evidence of a crash. But Clo- Clovey does show up <clears throat> at the launch pad. Yes. Um, when the camera looks away, you do hear another like hit and like something crash. I assume that's probably her. We don't see it, but it's probably her helicopter. That's not to say that she died in that crash because they also survived a crash. Um. They're the only three that survived. Everyone else that knew how to fly the helicopter and was army personnel all died. Yeah. They were wearing too much army fatigue. And they're like, oh, and they're like, oh well, we're normal people. We're, we survived. Um, I I think she died. Because like, if everyone died, it makes sense that she would have not made it out. This is MTV News, everyone. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. Is it still a thing? When, when HUD gets eaten by the monster, Rob risked his life to grab the camera. Rather than responding the way most of us would, ducking your head and running the, to the friggin' hills. Why? Okay, you know what? That yeah. is a part where I'm like, yeah, why did you grab the camera? Because again, he, I think they all just realized they needed to document this and say their last goodbye. You know what? I'm gonna, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna counter because you're right. They put the camera on themselves and they're like, I'm so and so. This is what's happening. I'm not gonna make it. If you find this, peace and love, like whatever do the same like if i thought i was gonna die and there was a camera real quick i would get it and be like okay (laughs) bye (laughs) we all remember the scene where the medics realized that marla or marlena was bitten by one of the little monsters very intense they pull her behind a see-through curtain and there's blood all over the place what happened there she exploded right (laughs) his first thing he said reeve says was she explodes (laughs) That's really obvious, MTV News. (laughs) All the medical technicians and all the military start reacting to the realization that she's been bitten because other people have been bitten and had horrible fates befall them. If you watch closely, you'll actually see one guy in particular get wheeled past the camera and his innards have exploded from the inside out. Oh. Apparently, there's quite a bad effect of the venom of these little parasites. MTV is not killing it with questions. No, Re- and you Reeves can is... tell Reeves does not care for them at all. He's like, guys, did you idiots. watch? Are you, <laughs> do you not know how to comprehend a movie? <laughs> what happens to Lily after oh, she intense. gets in the helicopter? Oh, what does he guys uh, say? The helicopter takes off. I'm kidding. That's not what it's saying. Oh, <laughs> I'd be so mad. I'd be like, yeah, we saw that. In my opinion, we didn't mm-hmm. see Lily die. So she got in that helicopter, and what we saw was the monster attack the helicopter that HUD and Rob and Beth were in. 
So does Lily live in the inn? Who knows? That's not an opinion, Matt Reeves. That's not wow. an opinion. Motherfucker, you, you made what the happened. movie. Yeah. You should know. I think she's dead because I think we hear the explosion. You just don't see it. Um, well, I think we see the explosion. We just don't connect to that. That is her helicopter. But I think because it's off screen and we don't actually see it, she could be in Cloverfield's 2022 or whatever it is. Bring Jessica Lucas and superstore actor Ben Fieldman yeah. back. And I'm in it. Um, okay, so I disagree. I see it as that she survived. Um, I think, yeah, like there's a rule typically that no one, the character hasn't died unless you've actually seen them die. So I do think there's a glimmer of hope that she got out of there and what you hear and what you kind of see might be another helicopter, might, there's a lot of chaos going on, might be other destruction. But I will say what I do like about it, even though it is ambiguous and typically I hate ambiguity in movies and TV, I, wanna, I want the answer. I want you to tell me what you wrote in yeah. that story. Um, I kind of like that it's sort of like this, like choose your own adventure for her. Like you get to choose if she's alive or not because mm -hmm. we have such an intense ending where everyone else dies. Um, so it's like, hey, if you like that, like, oh, all of our characters died and we were just with them for this like particular moment, then that's what happened. Or if you need that glimmer of hope that one of them got out okay, then she's alive. I need to think that she's alive because afterwards things get really dark um, and our characters die because the military is just gonna blow up New York because they yeah. can't kill this monster. So we're just gonna destroy the whole city. Good luck. Uh, let's give our stamp of approval or disapproval. Does this movie deserve a second chance? Totally. I think that if you've never even seen it before, I can't believe you made it through this episode. You should watch it. Um, if you know people who haven't seen it, like Joe did with his wife, Megan, like sit, or, sit someone down and have them watch it. Because I think it is like a really interesting watch nowadays. I enjoyed it a second time around in 2021 depending on what the sequel looks like whenever that comes quote-unquote sequel because i don't trust them um i might just watch this again and say screw it um i there's just still so much that i really do enjoy about it there's very little that i dislike about it um the things that people had an issue with like i personally didn't um and i just think it's a really interesting watch it still has that tension it still has that chaos that weird energy, that wild ride, and I liked it. I was in it. Uh, yeah, give this movie a second chance. Unless your second chance is making a quasi-sequel to it. Stop that. <laughs> We're stop done. Stop making sequels We're to this done movie. done with that. Unless it's a real sequel, stop it. JJ? Um, I do think Cloverfield holds up. It's, it's so good. Um, it's very fast-paced. The movie is, again, short, and it's really compelling characters you know that we're rooting for um and like the idea of a monster attack it, this does feel like what would really happen in a monster attack and you know what hey while you're at it watch 10 cloverfield lane or as we're gonna call it from now on the cellar and don't don't relate it to the cloverfield movie just it's its own movie they're two separate movies just watch them like that because and don't watch paradox just don't. 
I don't even remember what happened in Paradox. I just remember they you were know, in a spaceship. Not even, we're not going to rehash it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that movie. Yeah. <laughs> the seller was great, except for the last 10 minutes. So enjoy that movie. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Second Chance Movies. As always, a big thank you to Beady McBeatface for making our awesome theme song. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. We are on wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube if you want to get like a little visual going with the episodes. Um, do you have a movie that you, you want us to give a second chance to? Let us know. We'll watch it. We'll review it. We'll let you know how it holds up now. And yeah, we'll be back next week with another second chance movie. Bye. Bye. I don't think this movie is that quotable. Second chance movie.